like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, one and all. We are back after wave one, phase two (laughs) of summer vacation, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, But don't don't count your chickens yet because um, we might be off again next week. You know, I've I've got a four day long weekend coming up. I plan on not being here (laughs) for most of it. And so, um, you know, weather permitting, I will not be home for most of the end of next week. So I don't even know if I'll see the Bad Batch finale uh, before we record. So uh, it makes it pretty hard to talk about. Turn your fan card, Kyle. I don't have a fan card. It was, I, I was never issued one. <laughs> they saw right through me from the get-go. They said, nope, not you. You're fake. <laughs> what? You are fraudulent. And so I responded by saying, well, I'm going to have a podcast because anybody can do that. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> yeah, they 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 gate gate kept me right from the very start. And this this sure. was this was my f you to them. This this podcast. Screw you guys. How did I get one? <laughs> well, wow. there's nothing you won't do for a card, Corey. Uh, depends. Yeah, not really. You'll do it. Star Wars card, good. maybe. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, so I will. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to put the call out now. If if anybody wants to guest host next week's episode, the door's open. Apply within. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. If somebody says, "Hey, man, if you're not going to be around and you want to do a pod, uh, I'll host." That that I will put that on the table. If someone wants to, to pipe in, now listen. Wait. Before I say that, it, it's helpful if you have some experience on a podcast. <laughs> you know, this is a very serious high-end show we do here and i would not like some you know some johnny come lately to just walk in off the street get on his uh you know his laptop mic and pretend that he can just do what we do every week come on <laughs> this is an amateur. Kidding? who who are you kidding buddy yeah yeah, yeah shut up Kyle. <laughs> get over yourself johnny come lately <laughs> this new kid in town stop it don ew <laughs> come on man come on man uh, anyway I, i'm actually quite serious if if any of our pals out there say hey man i'll, I'll, I'll hop in for a week great that but uh yeah that, 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 in, that includes sort of the recording of the show and then i can cobble it together because i will be back by tuesday so i can get the show out i just uh if someone wants to actually do the show it's out there i might be back i don't know uh, right now, the weather looks absolutely upside down for next weekend. So, I can't make any plans yet. Anywho, um, what's going on, Carlos? It's been a couple weeks. Anything new in your world? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, well, uh, what's new? Uh... <sighs> Riding tricycles. Yeah, man, it's craziness. Uh, just uh, tons of stuff going on and... Um feel like i might have bitten off more than i could chew uh <laughs> don't know what crazy. that's like <laughs> yeah uh so uh but other than that i mean uh it's it's been pretty cool like i honestly can't complain there's uh summer just finally decided to, decided to show up this week and uh now we're gonna complain about how hot it is Oh yeah, just we just wait for the tweets. It's so yeah. hot. Is it, is it October yet? 
Oh, yeah, you're yeah. Blocked and reported, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's super cool, man. I'm uh, the my uh, uh, my record label is coming along, and uh, my 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 album is coming along, and I'm gonna be uh, launching a uh, an Indiegogo for pre-sale of the record. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's coming uh, probably first week of September, and um, yeah. Some just a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun creative stuff. It's just that it's, it's all the, um, the ancillary stuff, like the behind the scenes getting stuff done. That's kind of rough, but um, uh, yeah, it's it'll it'll get there. And then you know, I won't I won't even remember uh, the, the pains. Uh, that's what they say. A, you know, you gotta you gotta months. chop through chop through the the rough parts, but then in the end. You 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 look at the fruits of your labor and you kind of don't remember the struggle, or you go through it and you're like, that really wasn't so bad. Oh, is this oh, that the time? chimes! It's that time. It's the time to turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so could be worse. I mean, this being a Star Wars podcast, has there been anything from the GFFA in your world? Uh, well, yeah, I rewatched. Um... Uh, the the previous episode I watched obviously this week's episode and and last week's episode again because there were I felt like there were things in that episode that were a lot more heavy than um than at first glance and I, I was kind of right um so yeah I, I I got to do that I sold my one of my Tie Fighters the the inbox Tie Fighter uh, that I I bought last year uh, that kind of looked like the solo tie fighter but was just a cheaper version of it uh so that one's gone i'm gonna be putting a bunch of other stuff uh online some new some used uh to get rid of uh some of that lego uh because i kind of i want to i want to fund a little bit of my my album uh going forward and um yeah and uh so that's it but uh other than other than that and uh a little bit of uh, shopping and uh, online looking for uh, looking for some crazy deals. Uh, most of my uh, my Star Warsing has been in the selling part. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree. I, I sold a couple of things this week myself, um, and I've 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 gone through the tough exercise finally of going through all my vintage collection stuff and putting aside the ones that are gone. Or will be hopefully be gone, and the ones I still want to hang on to for the time being. So, yeah, Kijiji Facebook Marketplace—it's going to be getting another another uh, big dumping of of TVC stuff for me. Which uh, there's no you know there's no shortage of stuff that I can keep reinvesting that money into. Exactly. Oh, did you get news? I was I was asking. This week, and I obviously I didn't ask you. I figured we'd wait for the pod. But do you get emails uh, from Haslabs for that, the Razor Crest? Like, do you know when that's coming or what the I, ship date is? I don't know what the ship date is. It's I I don't think it's changed. It's still fall twenty twenty one, but you know that's that's a big window. And I think they're shooting for September October. Hmm. But yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything official from them. In a while, I like to the point where I don't know if I'm <laughs> if I'm signed up to any emails. I assume, you know, when, when I purchased it, I had to use my email. I assume that puts me in some sort of list, but 
It's been a while since they've sent anything out. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. Oh man. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if you Oof. if you you have the room ready for it. Oh God, no. Absolutely not. I have I I have no idea where that's going to go. I mean, I have a couple of ideas, but it's the spot. Those spots are already occupied. So where are the tenants are there going to go? Table, man. It's a centerpiece. What's that now? I guess a kitchen table is the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'll fly. Yeah. Oh, it, it literally it? will. When the kids decide, oh, I, I want to fly this around the house now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to Corey's house and hit him in the face with a frying pan for suggesting it. Bang! The cast iron one. No, the cast iron walk. Ooh. Just fling it. Like uh, what's like odd job. Fling a cast iron walk at Corey's head. Who Clang. throws a shoe? Really? <laughs> yeah, you should put a GPS tracker in that thing. It's going to be really funny. You know, like the, the first weekend that you're gone, once you have it. Like someone's gonna break into your house and then like it's gonna be gone. Then I'm gonna be like, man, check this awesome razor crest I got. Dirt cheap, man. Some and then Corey, Corey wakes up the it. next morning and his whole entire garden is chopped up. Uh, like bunch we'll of, around the winter months. But we need bunch the jam. Of, <laughs> you can't do that. We need the jam. A bunch of corpses of his gar- glorious garden all over his property. No. You can't prove a thing, man. Whatever, the ship got blown up. <laughs> You're going to get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, otherwise, um, no, I, you know what? I did score something this week. I got Droids Number 1 from Star Comics, 1985. Oh, cool. I can't explain to you why I've always wanted this issue. I just have. Now it's done, and it's going to go in a box forever. But I have it. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I have a copy of it from like way back in the day from like our grandmother's closet. I don't think you do. Nah, I don't think it's issue one, but I definitely think I have it's a droids or Ewoks comic anyhow. <laughs> but it's garbage. It's like shredded. Hey, Corey. Yo. I don't, th- I don't think you do. Eh, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> well, I- I'll tell you guys something. This is how I spent my weekend, man. It was actually really kind of cool, man. I haven't been able to do this with the pandemic and all this, but. You know, my, my son and I, there was a time period there when things were very up in the air and, you know, I was like, let's, you know, I needed stability in my life and I, I would stay with my, my folks for about a year. And, uh, yeah, it was, my, my son loved it, man. He grew so close to them and, you know, it was nice for me too to like spend some time with my parents, you know, like it was uh, nice. Anyhow, like, there's, I have a lot of stuff there. So <laughs> I, I said, you know, my son, they were going to come pick him up. He slept there a night. Then I left straight from work Friday, went there and just hung out with them uh, Friday night, you know, but Friday night was like, I wanted to get stuff done, right? Like I, I want to kind of get into the the mindset of Kyle's got me kind of inspired here to sell some of my stuff too, you know, and I wanted to go through my comics and toys. Well, that didn't really so much happen really. <laughs> like I went, I went through some stuff. Like I, I figured I brought back four short boxes of comics back to this place to really do a big triage on and see what a, what I'm going to let go, you know? And then anyway, there's probably another, there's a lot left there. Anyhow, the, the toys was more basically, Oh my God, I hadn't been there in so long and I've been stashing stuff there and like all my accounts were set up to mail stuff there. Right. And I didn't really want to change it. Cause every time I tried to change it, it would give me like this, this error and like, 
anyway, it was, it was bugging me. So it, all this stuff got shipped there, right? And wow, like it was like a closet full, like <laughs> one closet. So it, no, you've you've eaten up at least a closet and a half of their space. Well, <laughs> the the stuff, the the stuff that I had, I I had left there when I like kind of moved in. There's a lot there, but I'm talking about since I've like moved. Oh, since like, you left and you kept using their place as a like a <laughs> Jesus, like a like a forwarding house. Yeah, exactly. Peel box. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, yeah, I I saw. Anyway, it was crazy. It was crazy, man. Like, uh, like a lot of the stuff was like it was like Christmas, really. Like it was one of those things, you know. Like I just like ripped through it all. Like, what's this? Just remember, Corey, if you go through your stuff and realize that, hey, didn't I buy this or that? You can't prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a second there. Oh no, Kyle stole a bunch of my stuff because I could. Yeah, you could. <laughs> And you won't even know. You don't even know what you bought. And I'm going to have it. And it's here. And I'm just like, hee hee. It probably took us a lot of all my good comics, you f***. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't do your comics. <laughs> but anyway, I, I kind of peruse <laughs> things anyway. But so, there were some, some some real nice surprises, you know, like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, I meant to bring home a little more, but. Uh, one thing at a time, but again, Kyle, Kyle's kind of inspired me. But at the same time, he kind of deflates my tires too. Like, oh, it's very hard. So, <laughs> like, no, okay, look, okay. You hear? What I get you want it. To hear. I get it. No, it's a lot of work to sell. Now that too, I can imagine. I was talking to my and my girlfriend about that the other day. Like, got to take pictures of all this crap, and that's the easy part. You know, you got then you got to post it, and you got to fend off all these idiots who are going to come in and lowball you and then when you do find a buyer okay let's set up a place to do the exchange or maybe the guy lives two provinces away and you got to ship it to him now you got to pack it and you got you can't just pack it you have to pack it properly and you got to take it to the post office it's it's a whole thing man good luck selling your extra shit <laughs> oh it's gonna be glorious Ah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Because I, I, I have uh, noticed, you know, as you know, last year, I think I've mentioned this before, but when I was selling all my Black Series and a bunch of other stuff, it would be gone in a matter of days. Now, like I... Yeah, I've, I've read that recently. The prices have dropped a lot on certain figures, or most figures anyhow, except well, for like I, the really sought after ones. I think a lot of people just got, like, because they were, I, I, I don't know why, but I figure part of it's because they were trapped at home. They just filled all the holes in their collections and now to sell off old black series stuff it's a lot harder it sits for a lot longer and then people contact you and say i'll give you half of what you're asking and good luck yeah we'll see i mean <laughs> I, don't, I really truly don't even know what i'm willing to part with yet either you know like like when it when it comes off the top of my head i know i'd get rid of uh finn in that empire suit uh it uh we call it Akbar, the Akbar two pack. Oh, you know, okay. If if you're gonna focus in on sequel trilogy stuff, good luck. Just dig a hole in your backyard and fill it. That yeah, stuff we'll see. doesn't move. Like you're gonna you're gonna have to basically liquidate that stuff. It, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I mean, if you're if you're okay with that, because you know, I'm, I'm not I'm, lo I'm not looking stuff. to make my my money back on them. No, no, honest. just price it to. Get your space back. That's it. Yeah, it'd be nice to get a few bucks in my pocket too there, to be honest. 
Oh, you'll get a few bucks. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm giving you a bit of the gears here, but yeah, the, the sequel trilogy stuff. I mean, it's sat sat on the pegs. You can still go to any Toys R Us and find that that final wave of Rise of Skywalker figures. Yeah, it's still sad, there. Man. It's pathetic, yeah. and that was yeah, that was the case right through the sequel trilogy. Like those figures sat like I using almost like collecting as a bellwether of you know almost like the fan reception of star wars it almost kind of tracks that a lot of people were not super down with the sequels because whenever ot stuff comes mostly it sells prequel stuff disappears in the blink of an eye mandalorian gone clone wars clone wars my god you can barely even Jeez, rebels you can't get your hands on that stuff rebels is bit what became a bit easier when they re-released shut up <laughs> but it but it took a re-release for people to be able to get it i'm still missing chopper on that re-release that's a shame <clears throat> um that's a shame <laughs> but anyhow but, yeah that stuff that's uh, yeah the sequel trilogy stuff yeah good luck hey we're, we're gonna try we're going to try, and if not, maybe, you know, whatever. Maybe I'll give them to my son. Wait, you, know? you said we're going to try. Who Have you roped people into this? Yeah, you. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, we've already discussed this. Yeah, but you've done, I said I would help you triage. You d- you've done that part. I'm out. No, I haven't triaged anything in, in, my, in my Black Series, anyhow. Oh, okay, the triage is going to be so sad because you're like, no, not that one. No, 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 not that one. I'm going to keep yeah. that keep that too i might get rid of some like i saw i saw the first thing when i opened i peeked in one box the other day i had my original bosk and then the archive bosk like right beside it i'm like i can get rid of one okay you can get rid of one for sure or open one and display it like the toy it is true imagine then 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 i then you'd get me going down the path where i'm like i'm gonna keep one box and one displayed Hey, did you have any luck this week with the Rex from Bad Batch Black Series? We tried, man. We tried. We we tried. Yeah, you, you alerted me. You got my uh, plastic anxiety at an all-time high. You know, I contacted some folks. They were nice enough to, to go and check for me at the place that you had mentioned. It was uh, Nada. I might and, have uh, one. Oh. I might. I don't know. My buddy found some, and I don't know if he's been picked clean yet. I said, hey, man, you better keep one aside for me. He said, yeah, no problem. We're all going to get one. And so I, you know, I'll follow up with him when the time is right, because I would like nothing more than to get that Black Series figure. That's yeah. a good one. As, as as I kind of fade from Black Series, as the price keeps going up, Corey, it's going to be, it, uh, Don't, no, it's, no, no. it's going I, up I, again. Let me, let me tell you something. I get it. It's a bit of a bonus deluxe figure. But I, I scored in the wild last week two. I bought not one. Utah, give me two. Utah, give me two. I actually watched that some that movie with my son for the first time yesterday. It was wow. very cool. That's yeah, Big. that's a perfect movie for an eight year old. He's yeah. nine. <laughs> Even better. Anyway, yeah. Jeez. Hey, I was watching it at that age, so And look at you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I got uh, at Toys R Us, man. There was I scored Wrecker, man. I was so stoked. I saw him in the wild. I was like, oh my god! Looked through. There was four of them on the pegs. I was like, give me the best boxes. 
And uh, yeah, man. So get to the cash. $104 later. For two. For two. Utah. Give me two. That's that's, that's 104 bucks, man. It's ridiculous, man. Dude, come on. And that's the, crazy. And, and the prices like, are going up soon. Like they're in the fall, they're taking another jump. They just went up to I mean they're they're 32 or 33.99 regular for us now. That's you know just the standard figures. Deluxe are 44.99. Re- the regular priced figures are going to jump again in the fall. So it's going to be 40 plus dollars for a regular Black Series figure. It depends on the figure, you know, like you got to be a little more selective or if you've already started a collection of bounty hunters or troopers or whatever it is like, but I don't know. I, I got to hone in on the cooler characters, but lately it's been an inundation of cool characters. Like well, yeah. you've got your Hondos and they know, you know that. Stuff. Look, look at the wave that's coming out. I don't know if it's end of this year or 2022. Like it's, it's you know, the, the Bill Burr wave. It's sick. It's, it's got, I, I think, I think Nomad Boba Fett is in there. Bo, uh, Bill Burr's in there. It was like six figures, and it's like, oh, I need every single one of those. Like, I only need the Bill Burr, just letting everyone know. If anybody sees it, you pick it up for me, and I'll send you the money. That's Yeah, that that, that one's a must. I mean, for me, good Lord, got to get that one. But I'm going to buy two, and I'm going to head swap <laughs> a Jerry Seinfeld uh, a six inch figure and, and throw on the Bill Burr head so I can get yeah. Bill Burr doing stand up. <laughs> Do you have a six inch Jerry Seinfeld? Hey, come on, man. Yeah, it's Spaghetti Jerry, man. <laughs> Fuzili Jerry. Fuzili yeah. Jerry. <laughs> because you're silly. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I scored something else pretty sweet this week, man. You know, it's, it's not issue one, but, you know, I said, why not? Like, I was there. I still had credit, store credit, and uh, my comic local comic book shop. I, had, I was lucky enough to go pass by there this weekend. Ooh, I actually scored a, a NECA Marty McFly as well. That was pretty sweet. But uh, up on the wall, like he's got a buttload of CGC stuff and like you know some higher grade, higher end comics, like key key comics. And he had Clone Clone Wars issue two. And it was it was a little pricey, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on that, and I had some other stuff on reserve that Kyle had res- put on the side for me that I was gonna pick up, and now it's gotten to a point with this guy. Like I, I spend enough money there, right? Like we've been very good clients for a long time, Kyle and I. Uh, I think me more so than Kyle in a way. I just send this guy money, man. And uh, anyhow, like he was just like, you know what, like. I think he he must have knocked off for for all three comics. I think he must have knocked off a combined total of like fifty bucks. So it goes <laughs> to show you that they weren't cheap comics in the first place. But at the same time, you know, he's like, uh, you know what? Like, looked at him. He's like, "How's this sound?" And I was like, "Well, oh, dude, thank you." Nice. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, that, that comic book itch is really that's got me now too. Like you literally give him so much money that he can actually finance like. Just on the interest on the money that you're giving him, like he, he could buy his stuff. Well, he has been. That's it. Like, you're literally he's... like a silent partner of that place. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the guy, man. He's a good guy. It's it's to the point where, like you know, when I was going to a, my my watering hole twenty years ago, it, we we were there so often, spending so much money that, like the waitresses were just like, stop tipping us. 
just at this point, stop. Like we're not, we don't want your money. You're here way more than any human being ought to be. You're spending like every dime you earn in this bar. Stop tipping us. Like they wouldn't accept it at a certain point. That's, that's kind of where you're at, Corey. He's just like, I got to take pity on this fool. I'm just going to give him a deal without him asking. Well, most people do haggle. I've seen people out of towners come in and haggle with him for comics and, and I've tried in the past. That's why I kind of gave up. Like I've tried because that's kind of what I almost do for a living too sometimes, you know? And I've tried at least two, three times with him in the past. And he was like, you know, no, he's like, it's a very key comic, very mint. He's like, they didn't show it to me. Like it's really good shape. Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't really go less than that. That's the market value. Blah, 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 blah. But I don't know what a point maybe. <laughs> anyway. anyway um, yeah, it was fun, man. Well, Corey, since you have so much money to spend, um, you see that Galactic Star Cruiser pricing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't you sell your your stuff and fund well, I don't a even spend that kind of money on? No, I don't want to go. <laughs> I kind of want to do it, but it's like not at that price. But like, it's just it's insane. Like spoilers, it really is. If 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 people weren't paying attention during the week, good lord! Like it's a three day, two night stay, and that's that's, that's that is the package. You can't say oh, I just want to stay one night. You can't do it. It's a three day, two night stay, and I don't care how amazing. How immersive it might be, I just, I, I can't justify ever spending this kind of money. Car- Carlos, did you see the pricing on this? Uh, I did not actually. Okay, well, for two guests, which let's just say two adults, it th- this package will cost you in U.S. dollars four thousand eight hundred nine dollars, which works out to about twelve hundred per guest per night. Whoa. before your flight <laughs> oh, yeah before flights absolutely this this does not that doesn't get you there you have to get yourself there that gets you this, that gets you in the door so if you are let's say you're two adults and you want to bring a child now the same package is 5300 bucks or about 885 per guest per night and if you're four guests while well, the savings start really piling up it's uh six thousand dollars Seven fifty. How many guests? Six thousand. That's basically a family of four. Jesus. About seven fifty per guest per night. That's like ten G's U.S. or Canadian. Yeah, and 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 that is the pricing for the standard lodgings. They they have like a premium setup. I don't know what's in those rooms, and we didn't get pricing on that. But holy cow! Yeah, like that's the only thing that, like, maybe if I invested in Bitcoin ten years ago or some crap, you know, like that's crazy. Like, how can you expect a family in this day and age to really? Oh, because invest it's, it's that much be in three the, days. It's, it's going to be for like the elites. Like, that's who's going to afford this, or crazy Star Wars fans who just have to do it. And who will who will have no problem spending several thousand on a three day thing? But it won't be me. Like I I could never justify it. Anyway, uh, the the experience is sort of it's described as like part live immersive theater, part themed environment, part culinary extravaganza, and part real life role playing game. And you can you can interact like they have like these 
actors that kind of float around the resort and you can talk to them or and if you want you can do this like role-playing thing where you you can go and just play by the first order's rules or you can do this resist this mission that someone from the resistance will give you so basically you can play along or you can just hang out on the ship and that's you know that's totally up to you but i i don't care like do it at a point i'm sure anyway i don't want to spoil this for anyone or burst anyone's bubble like i'm usually beaming with positivity but at a point i'm sure like the actors would so get on your nerves it's like ah like leave me alone it's like come I have something to tell you. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not playing. Go away, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now they must. I'm sure they have some sort of way to identify if you're playing or not. They they must. They they can't. You can't. They can't get people to spend that much money and then Harassing. not know if they can hassle who they're hassling. True. They must know. Yeah. Whew, man. But yeah, I the, imagine spending two to three years trying to save for this and then it's over in three days. Yeah. Like once, on, you, once you saved up the money and you're like, okay, I got my, you know, my flights saved for travel eating while I'm there. And it's a three day trip. Oh, wait a minute. What can I, what, what else can I do with this nine, ten thousand $10,000? <laughs> well, that's it. Like this kind of like uh, harkens back to what we talked about a few weeks ago when it was the choice between, a trip to Dis- like a one week trip to Disney, two week trip to Europe versus home pool, and it's like, you know, this is can be put into that mix as well, but just like you said, like the two that two nights, it's like get out, of, get out of here. And you know what's what's crazy? Like you go to Florida, and I I don't even know if you can go outside during this trip. Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's like, what I was thinking too. You're in this immersive star cruiser environment. There's probably no windows, and I'm sure, like, as you know that what you're getting into if you're doing this. But like, I I don't know if I would ever go to Florida and then coop myself up indoors. Yeah, they must have something that's outside. Maybe like, uh, you know, the ships. Like, I'm sure the the the, the windows would be like TVs or something. You know. Obviously, they want you to feel like you're in space at a point. I would hope they do. I think it's totally immersive. From what I've read, the way I understand it is it's totally immersive. Like, there's no swimming pool on the ship. Of course there's not. Like, there's no swimming pools in Star Wars. (laughs) Uh, Unless you consider the trash compactor on the Death Star. (laughs) Um, I guess guess you shouldn't. Well, yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Luke did go for a swim against his will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I do I don't see this in my future at all. Oh man, I'll wait to see. You know, somebody's bound to upload some YouTube videos, and I'm sure that people are gonna say this is incredible. I don't even worth every penny. Yeah, says a guy doing a selfie video from his Bentley. Anyway, yeah, that's the whole thing, eh? Yeah. Anywho, kind of unfortunate. Moving on. Um, did you see the terrifying tales thing? Lego Star yeah. Wars terrifying tales. That, that looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, come on, Halloween. Halloween's such a fun time of year. Like, 
get that bug out of your butt or whatever it is. You know, like if if this, like I don't want to straight go to this and be like if this bothers you, but like I, there is some discourse in that regard when it comes to these things like Lego. But I mean, come on, if if you've ever even seen an episode of Lego Star Wars, it pretty much pokes fun directly at Star Wars. <laughs> Of course. And it's so fun, you know, like it's, it's anyway, it, Halloween again is just a great season to sh- uh, create memories with your children. You know, like every year I watch the Garfield Halloween special with my son, like every year, man. It's just this thing, you know, and like we watch other stuff in between, obviously, but this, that's the one. But to have these shows in between, especially a Star Wars one, like it's going to be like one of those nights where it's like, like, let's do this, you know, like scary, spooky, like. You just got to get into the spirit of the season, really, like, and just have fun with it, man. Yeah, and th- th- this thing sounds like a really cool mashup of, you know, the Lego Star Wars brand, which is awesome and hilarious, but also uh, the IDW Tales from Vader's Castle stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. That's what it kind of reminded me of. They should have maybe even directly went there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's it's taking... It, you know, in the synopsis, it's you know Poe is on Mustafar at Vader's castle, and I love what, this is so Lego Star Wars. Did you read the synopsis, Carlos? Yes, I did. <laughs> the whole thing was like a hut, basically taking it over and turning Mustafar into a luxury resort. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that idea is um, amazingly funny to me. Yeah, it's so good. It's so Lego Star Wars. And you know, you know what I hope they do because you know. Now Poe is there in this like Sith hideaway, and uh, Vane, who was in Rogue One and already looking like he's ninety five years old, so wonder what's keeping this guy alive. Um, he's there telling stories about ancient evil and and Sithy type things to Poe, and he's got to go and stop some sort of evil from rising. I hope that they really play with the you know that that Poe inspired meme with of Palpatine returning, and he's just like. Somehow, yeah. Palpatine. I hope they do that. I oh, uh, they're gonna do it. They're, they're gonna do it for sure. I think it'd be true. true. I, I can't. To be honest, I I still can't believe JJ went with that cut. Because <laughs> when I saw that cut in theater, I felt my own shoulders slouch. <laughs> like you're not selling this to me, Oscar. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's Poe, Oscar? And yeah, Oscar was so mad about the whole thing that you're not gonna Disney Plus me. Wait, Moon Knight. Got it. <laughs> I love. I love how quickly they flipped on that, right? Man, I got a lot of Moon Knight comics when I was looking. Ooh, <laughs> just sell that stuff now. You should sell, sell, sell those books. They peak and then they drop. Like the peak will be the the trailer for Moon Knight. That's when you sell. Yeah. And I'm not I even joking. Get prepared for that. Not even joking. Uh, cool. So anyway, that comes out, uh, I think it was October 1st on Disney+, Plus. which, yeah, I kind of wish it was a little closer to Halloween. It's like 30 days away. Come on. Park it a little closer to the actual event. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Right? Like, I know it's, yeah, yeah May, okay, fine, it's October 1st, let's start getting into the spirit of Halloween, but it's 30 days, that's four plus no, weeks. 100%, 100% with you guys there, like, the, that, as a kid, personally, like, I was a kid once, right, guys? You oh guys were <laughs> but no like it's true like it's a uh, 
it's Star Wars. It wouldn't fly under the radar for me, but at the same time, it wouldn't be in the spirit of the season. But again, we're not forced to watch it when, as soon as it comes out. This is true. You know, you can go visit it anytime you want. Yeah, I'm pretty good with stuff like that. I, I have goodwill for uh, willpower against things like that. Like, I, I can hold out. I'm reminded of that Seinfeld episode where Kramer did not hold out. And I'm like, that's Corey. The that wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> the girl across the street has. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, um, I mean, that's, that was sort of the news for the week. I think. I don't think there's yeah. anything else. Uh, which means we can really go back and, and, hit hard on the last two weeks of, of the bad batch, which have been amazing. Oh, but well, yeah. actually the big news of the week, how can I forget? Um, we have, we have to touch on the fact that season two has been officially confirmed. Yes, it has. Oh yes. That's that, huge news. I, I think everybody kind of knew that was coming, given, you know, given the number of cameos and threads that were kind of introduced through season one, but and and characters in this season, main characters who didn't get nearly enough exploration. Yeah. And, and, Dude, and seriously, it, give, it, give me give me like minimum three to four. You know, like like I don't want to have it. I, they can pull it off with two seasons too. I'm sure. You're getting two for now, Corey. Like content yourself with getting another season. Oh, why do of you have to I'm pass the next season? Uh that's true. The writing's so well done that. Either way, they're going to nail it, but I don't know. I think they, they were waiting to announce it right before the finale where there's going to be a cliffhanger and people are going to have the question anyway, so might as well just like rip off that Band-Aid. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I wonder how they're going to leave yeah. leave us. Well, they've been good with that too in the sense that you know Rebels was short and sweet, four seasons. Resistance was only two. Like, you know, they want to tell stories. It's hard to tell like a seven season, eight season story unless it's a clone war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's that's yeah, that was an anthology. So that that can there's so many things that they could tackle in Clone Wars. Yeah, it was endless possibilities. So many Jedi to, to you know explore and so many worlds and so many battles. Forget yeah, it. The, and, you know, the, the, the Senate sure. was still around. There was, there was so much to, to tackle in the Clone Wars like they could have gone Genres. for years. But yeah, this this seems pretty. All these other shows are pretty finite, so we'll see. I mean, I, I'll be happy with two if that's where they decide to cap it. But if they want to keep going, based on on the momentum that's building here, I, I really like what's going on. Um, okay, so let's. Um, I don't want to speculate yet on season two. It's it's you know we can't do that yet. Um, so let's say yeah, let's go back a couple weeks to War Mantle. Yeah. I, I thought it was so brilliant. Yeah, it was really well done. A lot of very intense. But uh, the the one thing I want to say about this show, I think we've said it week in, week out, but I just gotta really hammer this home, man. Like the show's great, the story's great, but the thing that stands out week after week to me is A, the animation, and B the music. And they're just completely outstanding like god like war mantle like some of the environments that we were seeing on that planet or that moon were just so lush like so good man it's just really good and kevin kiner is just really uh 
knocking it out of the park as well. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Empire vibes with the music. Yeah, man. Yes, yes. Yeah. See, I the music overall, I didn't really hasn't done a ton for me in this season overall until War Mantle. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know my OT is showing, but the way that he brought in all those imperial themes and which yeah. which is darth vader's original theme correct like oh that was killer stuff and it like it just kind of like it, it just crept in and you're like oh is he are they doing this and then you just see like the the visuals uh that just just pure a new hope with stormtroopers stalking the hallways and that music in the background oh it was so good what are the chances we see a macquarie vader in this series. I mean, we kind of got it already in rebels. Yeah, kind of not, but imagine like a, the, you know, phase one Vader. It's too different. I think it's too. Yeah. different. We'll see, man. Well, it's true. They already masked them in at the end of revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Like they've already kind of settled on, that design, though, they, I mean, they, they always can stretch the boundaries of that, but original Macquarie Vader looks nothing like what they settled on. He looks more like Darth Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the new Stormtrooper armor? Love it. I saw it right away. I'm like, oh my God, is that Macquarie? Like Stormtrooper armor? And then like hit Twitter up after I'd seen the episode and people were just talking like, love that Macquarie. TK. I, you know, I never thought I would feel kind of giddy to hear the words TK. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, eh? Like, what a thing. Like, we've been used to what? Uh, CT for so long. And then for the, just to hear that, that transition to TK, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's a TK trooper. The things they can get us to freak out over. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else yeah. in my house is just like, okay. And I'm like, no, they said TK. TK. Well, it, it, it's well, again, like, the way they really, really, really in this season have in our minds transformed our minds in the galaxy of Star Wars to understanding that galaxy of the the way that they expedited the Emperor's or the Empire's transition to power and how they become the Empire. It's just basically they're they're the Empire we've always known. Like it's almost as if nothing's changed. But it's been relatively short amount of time. Like I figure since they've had Omega at this point, she's been with them maybe max a year max a year yeah I, I have no sense of time it, it could it be like a this, month it could be several months i have no sense of, of with the amount of missions that they did and stuff in between that we possibly didn't see because i think they even talked about missions that we didn't necessarily see that probably went smoothly i'm thinking we're looking at like you know minimum minimum eight months minimum you're very confident in that yeah Good on you. Good on you. So, Corey, well, what, are you the other night too. what are you going to do when we get the inevitable, you know, uh, uh, fan something Friday from Hasbro and they unveil from Bad Batch, look at this new Stormtrooper. Ooh, I'll try and get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. What did you think of the armor, Carlos? Uh, yeah, you could see the evolution happening. Like, it's uh, I'm not a big fan of them, anyways. They're 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 cannon. They're all cannon fodder to me, anyways. Like, 
I'm not, I'm not really I'm not really down with it. What I really liked was the the first generation Thai fighters that look kind of like Sith, Sith infiltrator. Yeah, the, which ones? The ones that are chasing them down? Yeah. It kind of were... like a, a shade of a uh, touch of A-wing too, I find. Well, I think those are V-wings, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they kind of look like it's a mix of a V-wing and and uh, Maul's infiltrator. And uh but like you could tell that like that's they're they're slowly developing the tie fighters. Well, they've been doing that since the beginning even in the movies, you know, when the Republic ships, even Anakin ship, you know, it had like it had almost the, like a tie fighter. It had the tie fighter sound to it. Well, so it had yeah, it, like when it screams by it had the tie fighter sound and these ships have tie fighter sound or tie fighter engine sounds to them. But yeah, yeah no, the evolution is coming. I would imagine that's at some point in this series we will see like first version tie fighters something closer to what we're actually used to because by the time we get to rebels we see them so it's like oh yeah they're well in the way in rebels to creating multiple different sorts yeah the rebels save the day what was the one that they were trying to to stop the production of the tie defenders yeah no was it or was it like a a prototype it was a prototype a prototype tie advanced or something like that yeah it was a th- it was the three winged one that had like anyway it was yeah, it was destroyed defender yeah eh? yeah that was uh that was thron's pet project yeah and they they did it man how <laughs> <laughs> uh, cost so at the beginning of the episode you see this clone running for his life yeah. Oh yeah, and he gets he gets called by by his uh, CT number, and you know I think Rex puts out a call to the Bad Batch to go rescue his clone, his buddy. Um, it didn't click for me right away, but bef- well before Gregor um, reveals himself, or you know we get his full name, I'm like, wait a minute, this this is totally Gregor, and then there's there's that moment where he kind of does a little chuckle. Yep, his crazy guy. I'm like, that's that's Gregor. Yep, kind of has a little bit of a speech impediment too. Yeah, it's almost like he's he's a couple cards short of a full deck, seemingly. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is too is it's a bit of a blank canvas in the sense that in the Clone Wars, last time we see him in the Clone Wars is you know uh, that was that droid arc, right? The the droids with Mebar Gascon. Oh, that's the last time you see him. Like he's kind of he's. He he's he has amnesia. He doesn't remember who he is. And finally, at the end of the episode, they kind of re- he remembers who he is. He gets his clone armor back, and he just starts bop, 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 like blowing everything up to the point where he, he even references it in this. He's like, "I got blown up once," yeah, but exactly. he gets blown up. Like you're like, "There's no way a clone survived that." But that's the last time you see him in the Clone Wars, and that's like season four. And you know, now we're seeing him again. Like I love that. <clears throat> Sunny Day in the Void? Is that what that arc is called? Or that episode? That's one of them. Yeah, that's Sunny Day in the Void is uh, the one prior. Like, it's a four-parter. They get stuck in the void, and then they finally meet him. Like, walking around the desert, it's almost like a whole episode. Those episodes were wild. (laughs) Really, really weird. But yeah, it was cool to see him. So I I guess now we have to wonder if, if Wolf is far behind. Which you yeah, got exactly. to figure that at some point he's going to come in. 
That's what I. That's match. what I was thinking. Like that <laughs> he he would show up somehow, but uh, I think the uh, yeah the crosshair. I mean, are we doing? Or we're just focusing on the on on fourteen right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll finish up on War Mantle, then we'll move ahead to Return to Camino Part One. Stay yeah. on target. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the other big thing. Um, this was it for the Kaminoans. <laughs> the contracts canceled, their leaders taken out, and their but their scientists and and medical officers. Ah, they're cool. We can use them. Everything else, you're out. Like that was it. It's Lama Sue's dead right like the doors closed and he's like uh those those two stormtroopers just executed him that's, that's i was expecting to hear blaster fire but we didn't so there's a part of me that's like no okay. she did she they're dead <laughs> yeah so, I mean, i'm always that's... looking i'm always looking to subvert my expectations you know you're right i mean they're, they're, that door is open and I, I wonder if there is some of that going on where let's not just put the Let's not nail in the entire coffin. Let's just leave the door open if we ever need Lamassu in a story. You never heard the shots. <laughs> he could, they could have taken him. But yeah, could have taken him, or he could have could have had like a booby trap or something. And yeah, it, it just leaves themselves a, themselves a little out if if ever they need to pull that character back in. I think I personally think he's dead. Yeah, he's probably dead. But yeah, they're dead. He doesn't <laughs> be dead. Yeah, um, probably. And at the end of the episode, Kanan, uh, sorry, Kanan, um, <laughs> Hunter gives himself up at, in the same way that Kanan did. That's why I said Kanan. But and I was kind of irritated by that. You know, right before the end of the season, like the, the lead character or one of the leads just surrenders himself and orders his buddies to get away. I'm like, ah, I've seen this before. That's true. To make that connection. Good for you. I don't like, like, I, you know, Star Wars, it's poetry. No, it's rhymes. season one. It's season yeah, one it's, of it's Rebels. season one of Rebels. Yeah, for sure. But I, I there's that whole thing that star, some Star Wars fans really dig where it kind of references, references itself. But not, to me, I don't like it in this way. It just it smacks of a I don't know, lack of creativity sort of, sort of thing. But I was willing to say, okay, well, let's see how it unfolds. Like it could, it might it might not play out the same way. It's true, like, but what you say, like, it, it's more so in the sense that we have your Ezra character and your Omega character, right? And their Hunter Kanan father figures. Yeah. Says. So it's like double double whammy, whammy. But yeah, that episode was terrific. I, and to to that point, it was like I'm like I think this is my favorite episode. And I, I yeah, it was very good. It I, was that was really something good. that was yeah. What I, I again, I think that a large part of that is not only uh, the story itself. I don't necessarily think it was the best story, but I think it had the best tension due to the music and the way it was. Uh, cut and the animation like but the yeah, music the music did a led... lot of heavy lifting in this episode yeah and maybe that doesn't work for everybody right like for us yeah that music is sort of hardwired into our brains well, i think it's hardwired into any human's brain that like when they have like 
like just beats and tempos, you know. Well, not, what not they everybody relay. knows that particular Star Wars music. Like I'm sure, like no. any, any Star Wars fan who's watching probably recognizes it, but like it was a trigger for me. It's it, like that's just a double double whammy again. In the sense that you know we know the music, but for a first time listener, like say someone like my my. Or someone who doesn't necessarily know Star Wars all that well. When they're listening to it, they're still feeling the tension just because uh, the, the way it's thrown in there, man. Like, it was really, I don't know, high tension. That's the way I want to put it. And then moving ahead to this last week's episode, Return to Camino Part 1. I mean, this, this is kind of, I don't know if this is, if the show was predictable in that way, but months ago we were talking about this show, this season's probably going to end at Camino. But they certainly weren't beating around the bush with the title. <laughs> what did, uh, overall, Carlos? What did you think of part one? Oh man, I, it was it was really good. Like the, obviously there was there was a lot of humming and hawing throughout the season. Like it's like where are they going? Like give us something, and then I mean this is pretty much what we thought what would happen. Like it's it's. Uh, the writing was on the wall for Camino, and um, I didn't think that the Empire would be so empire about it. Like, I mean, they just just became the Empire. Like, why does it like? I, I don't know. There, there's part of me that's like, can you try to hide that you're being the bad guy? Like, <laughs> just, like, just try a little bit, you know. <laughs> So uh yeah so there's that but um other than I mean as far as the content it was great man there's like I'm super I'm super happy with it and I can't wait honestly to get to uh to get to part 2 because they're going to throw I think all the wrenches we're we're going to get all the wrenches and uh they're going they're going to throw a bunch at us yeah, part two is going to be something else, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be another 25-minute episode or if they're going to stretch it out a little longer. But, Corey, what do you think? How did you enjoy Return to Camino? Yeah, it was – yeah. I, like you said, Kyle, from the last episode, like now that you just enlightened me, like the whole Kanan thing there. But uh, coming into it, it was, it was another intense episode. Again, the animation really, really worked. Uh, I mean, takeaways – all in all, it was, again, super, super good setup for a season finale. We'll say that. Like, usually something like this could be the season finale. You know, like the, the way this this episode had ended. So really interesting to see where we're going to go from here. But uh, all in all, uh, I don't know. One of the things I wanted to mention before I forget, though, because I didn't really write too much down on my thoughts about the show, but I... <laughs> Did you guys catch, like, I don't know if you remember, like, uh, right before Camino was kind of destroyed, if you will, like, they kind of did almost like a flashback to Camino, where it's just like a slow pause of, like, here's the cloning chamber. Last time you're going to see it. <laughs> like, that was all these different things. Th th that was so that, well done. That was heavy, man. It was so heavy. But, like, at a point, then I was like, I watched the episode like three times. That's why, but then I'm like, there's the cafeteria. <laughs> bye <laughs> bye cafeteria. No, that was really somber, man. That was super oh, well done. It was. That, oh, that was that was that was definitely foreshadowing. That was like they were definitely like 
Last time you're gonna see this. This is yeah, exactly. This is, this like, is say goodbye. Yeah, I knew. Well, the first time I watched the episode, for sure. Like in my heart, I knew right away. Like when the guy was like, "Their plan, like get off planet," and that's, even that's the way Jedi. they did. Yeah, like the way they did it too. Like just coming through the clouds. Like, uh, it's again the animation is lending highly to that from my imagination standpoint. You know, I mean, we just you, uh, you think about you know, the way the Clone Wars season seven ended, just with those really somber shots of like. The, the cruiser wreckage and the clone helmets and, you know, ah- Ahsoka and Rex sort of burying a bunch of their dead brothers. Like it was super, super somber. And, and oh, for sure. With the, with the music, like the, like the, dun, like over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here again, like go back to your 2002 self and, you know, whatever your thoughts were of attack of the clones at the time, or even now. And if, if, you could tell yourself that, hey, man, in like 19 years from now, they're going to ra- raise this place to the ground. And you're going to feel something for a bunch of empty rooms. Like, it was super well done at the the way they got you to buy into the fact that this place is going to be knocked off the map. And, and you know what? I, I got I, I like what you said there because I, I really do feel like a piece of the prequels died there with it almost, you know? Oh, it's the it's the end of an era. It's gone, like a, a mostly a, a mostly forgotten planet. You know, erased from from the maps, and nobody knows about this place except for well, I guess the Empire fully knows, but like it, it's now like a forgotten world. And I I remember specifically saying on this podcast that we're gonna see the Empire roll up and like knock Camino the city into the sea. And like that, yeah. that, that was months ago. And again, I don't, I don't think that's a super obscure call that I pulled out of a hat. I, I think it was pretty obvious. Like, but what was missing from my prediction was I thought that, I thought there'd be like uh, a stormtrooper versus clone trooper battle, like an uprising. Yeah. On Camino, and then you know the clones would push back the Empire, think they've won their world back, except the Empire would just be pulling out. <laughs> in order to, to destroy the whole place and, and kill off the remaining clones with it. And, I, you know, I, I guess there's still a potential for a type of clone uprising. Or you know, maybe that maybe it's it's set up for like a, a reverse Order 66. You know, where like the, the... the TK troopers, the new TK troops get some sort of special order from on high... To now take out their clone, their clone instructors, you know, just to quell any potential uprising, and it would be like some sort of, and there, and there is a cool inversion of, a, you know, or a callback to old Star Wars, in a neat way. Like if if the clone commanders who are training the the new stormtroopers get taken out in a way that, the same way the Jedi were taken out by clones, that'd be pretty rad. But I still think that, I, I still can't imagine we don't see remaining clones versus stormtroopers. That's got to be in the cards. Yeah, for sure. There's going to be a big showdown. It would be nice. Uh, I was thinking about this. I think we talked about this once before, man. I hope they can kind of slide this in there. And I almost feel like Rex, Gregor, and Wolf are like the last. But maybe they had to uh, separate or something. But, you know, 
like uh let's let's have the Lyra son of clones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Z uh, Zeb's planet there where he finds his mm -hmm. people again, like through the star cluster and whatnot. Like let's have a planet of happy clones. Well, we have to realize that like life is short for these clones no matter what. They they you know they age they twice age as fast. Quicker. So that you know there's there's a very finite time that we can spend with these clones that they're you know any real use like by the time we get to you know late into the ot or stretching just past the ot these guys are so old that it's like eh, they'll be gone soon anyway just let him go what about rex come on oh i know but at, you know at some point rex is uh, gonna get old that's just the way it is rex was in the rise of skywalker man if you say so well, we know. Well, I mean, at least we know he's in Jedi. Uh, Jedi, kind of. What? Yeah, he was in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Well, That's yeah, Filoni sort of. Yeah, sure. That. And then someone else walked it back, but whatever. He. It makes no sense that he wouldn't be there. Okay, so you, going back to the start of the episode, and and again, they did a really great job. Or Kevin Kiner and or the Kiner bros, they did a really terrific job in this episode again, uh, using like the Camino musical cues and weaving that through the whole episode. Like that was really super well done. Like the way that they're pulling old stuff from the catalog and just putting it back to great use has been super. But then uh, the, the, the first thing like going into the episode, I'm, I'm I was still hung up on, what are they going to do with Hunter and Crosshair? Like, I don't want to see it come to like a, a battle between the two right now. I want to see how, you know, is it going to be like the rebels all over again, where they have to show up and spring Hunter, which is what they were leaning to, but it was, you know, Crosshair who releases them. It's like, okay, cool. So we're doing something different. How'd that grab you, Corey? Yeah, I mean, we had talked about this prior too. You had kind of called this in a sense that maybe uh, nothing's confirmed yet too. Like he never actually confirmed. This is a big thing too, uh, that his inhibitor chip is no longer working, which you're kind of like, what? Oh, like yeah. That, like I did that, pat myself huge. on the back because I, for a while now, I've been going, eh, something's off about him. And it, like from what they lead you to believe, in my opinion, thus far, it's when there was that incident on uh, Ord Mandel where he kind of got torched by the... Oh, Braca. The, was it Braca? Yeah, by the... by the Yeah, by the uh, cruiser that was trashed. They turn, turned the engines on. Yeah, it's, and they were all taking their inhibitor chips out of there on the Jedi cruiser, yeah. Anyway, he got burned up pretty good there. And, like, they kind of insinuated that when Rex kind of... Or uh, Hunter sees his head where the scar is, where it should have been the chip. And now the yeah, choices no, that he's I, made. I noticed that at some point, I don't know. I can't remember when they did it, but like he, he's all scarred up on the side of his head where the chip should be. It's yep. always been there. Like I've noticed, I've been paying attention since he had the, uh, the diaper head, you know? And that, but that was the, all that scarring is from the engine blast, right? Yeah. Okay. I That's mean, it. so it looks like the, like Hunter kind of saw it at one point and then he, while they were talking about the chip. So I feel like they were kind of 
leading us in that direction. So since that point, his chip's no longer been functioning, but he's still, you know, being a good soldier or whatever it is. The guilt trip that he laid, though. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was cheap. You could tell it's like that. Like as if that really made a difference to him. They like. don't leave their own behind most of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. you drama queen. Big Jesus time, yeah. crosshair. It's like you were trying to kill us. He's like, so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a low blow. Holy cow. Okay, so like he's not under control of his chip, which, you know. Again, or, or so he says. So he says, right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that he's <laughs> gotcha. I actually still do have my chips, sucker. Yeah, no, that, the chip's definitely gone. Like when they it got burned out of his head, man. Like I, I think that's something we can bank on. Well, did it, did, that, did did being sizzled ruin the chip, or did he like what were they doing in there? And he goes in inside the, the cruiser himself and is like, hmm, and he submits himself to. Uh, to a, to a brain that's possible too, but that, that's a whole other episode onto itself, like a backtracking episode. I don't think they'll necessarily go there when they already have they're out. Yeah, probably not. Ah, uh, you know what? That's that's season two fodder right there when they really want to tell him, hey, do you have a chip or not? How did you get it out? And okay, fine. On Baraka, I went and go check. The, I went to go see what you guys were doing there. It's my and, plan uh, backfired when I tried to <laughs> incinerate you inside that engine. And again, he he's a bit dramatic again when he when when he tells Hunter that you know they never gave him a chance. They clearly gave him a chance. They extend, yeah. I think they extended their hand to him a couple of times on that. I think in that Braca episode where they're like, "Come on!" Like he's uh, he's. Uh, did you did you notice prior before like his his trick shot there where he took out all four troopers? With one bullet or blast. Yeah, that's the, there's the, that's to me that was a case of you know, like, I think Rick was talking about this like writing for convenience. But did you notice what well, maybe five to ten seconds prior the echo kind of like nudged Wrecker? Yeah, they look, looking like, into that dome. Well, they were looking into the mirror that like a, the reflective mirror, yeah, like his exactly. one of his tricks, right? Like they know that's his his game, so they they're like hmm, like they they kind of like. They'll let you know that he's gonna turn. He's gonna use that against the, the empire. Yeah, and you know he he takes that shot, and it, the one shot bounces off and takes out all four elite stormtroopers. I love that though. I mean, it's cool. Fine, it's cool, but it's crosshair. He's a mutant, man. I I get it. I'm I'm not. It's not like the fact that he can take make that shot. It's that all four of them die. When we just a couple weeks ago, like Hunter's been sh- got shot like in the chest from Cad Bane, no problem. I mean, he's a bit banged up, but he's alive. Did, and didn't somebody get shot twice last week? Wrecker's been shot up all, all kinds. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, okay, these guys all just dropped. <laughs> so anyway, th- there's that great battle in the uh, in the training arena. Which is sort of a nice callback back to, to episode one, but there's like uh, again another great moment where finally the the the, the bad batch theme kind of cuts through the action when all five of them are on the same page seemingly. 
Like that raised the hair on the back of my neck. That was a super good moment for the Kiner Bros. Yeah, agreed. And then, of course, you know, it's it's not Star Wars unless there's some sort of offer to join the bad guys. And and it's so strange. Like he, I don't even think the way he was talking. Something like, like he was even asking to change, uh, join the bad guys. He was basically saying like, let's become the bad guys. Well, he said join the Empire. Like, find your purpose with the Empire. It was like a recruiting ad. You know, he, he was, he's like practically begging them. Like, I mean, how many villains in Star Wars, you know, Vader begs Luke and Kylo Ren begging Rey, like, join this team. We're the better team. I'm sure that's not the, there's, there's definitely more than that, right? There has to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's I don't know. It's tough, man. Palpatine's uh, entices. Well, at least he showed Ezra. compassion to Omega too. Like he was going to get her off world. It seemed like before he knew the planet was going to. If his had his plan succeeded, the planet was still going to get blown up, right? So at least this way, she would have been no longer, like he said, being chased with fugitives. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was that was pretty cool, and it, like that whole secret landing platform bit. I was like, yeah, okay. that was nice. Okay. I like that. I like that. Come on, things like that are neat. That that's the thing. Like that leads you, or leads me to believe that right away, uh, you know, they they are trapped inside this facility at this point, right? They're 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 screwed, more or less. The only person that's going to be able to get them out of here is Omega. In the situation that they're in, she knows every nook and cranny of that facility, all like the ins and outs. She's gonna know. She's gonna come up with a strategic plan to get them out. It's gonna roll. Everything's gonna rely on her. All the marbles. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a question of can they get back to their own? Can can she get everybody back to the Marauder, or is there another way off world? Or does Rex have to fly in to save them? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Even just surviving in that place without drowning, you know what I mean? Like where we can go from here? Like no, not that way. This way. Yeah. Well, there was the point where they the plan was like if 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 the shit hits the fan, Omega, get back to the ship and call Rex, and then she decides to implement her own plan with the droids. But I wonder if you know she also off camera contacted Rex somehow, and he's on his way. You know what? If you kind of think about it, she did the thing with the droids. It didn't know, like, it would have helped him, but at that point, it was already done, right? Crosshair already did the thing. Did the thing. Exactly. So it really was a detriment to them in the sense that then that way they couldn't get the Marauder. Yeah, it was a mistake. She should have listened. Um, she's definitely not perfect. No, I mean, she's, I mean, she's like the moral compass of the group, but she, I think she had a sort of judgment error there. Like sometimes you got to listen, kid. Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing with the secret lab, I had a difficult time buying that the empire didn't know about it. Like it's accessible. <clears throat> it's not like it's completely away from the rest of like, yeah, it's con- you, you connect to it from it's that, the, that tube. It's the, it's the, they're, they're doing, citing a precedence. Like, you know, they really don't do their due diligence. 
They really don't. And I know that it's written in the dialogue, stupid. Like, uh, Tech saying it's this whole thing is not on any of the architectural drawings. I get it. I know. But still, there's still a way to access that lab from, like, the mainland, so to speak. It's like, maybe we should scan the surface and under the water a bit. These Kaminoans have known to be sneaky. Again, this is the same empire that couldn't find droids in a desert <laughs> when, <laughs> when, right. when Luke's landspeeder could. For all their <laughs> technical prowess and you know how, how effective they were at spreading across the galaxy, the Empire is exceptionally stupid. Looks are droids. Looks are droids. And oh my god, Tarkin. Ugh, what a ugh. I can't stand him. This is this is the worst he's ever been. He's always he's pretty been, bad, huh? He's he's <laughs> always been slimy and irredeemably bad, but it sounds like C- uh, Steven Stanton still, eh? Oh, yeah, for sure. But he's just terrible. Now just and that, that line again. You may fire when ready. Like, oh, Jesus. Of course, of course it's him to give the order. You may fire when ready. <laughs> you may fire when ready. You know Steven Stanton just loves doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> just like living in that moment. Chewing up the scenery. God, I, yeah. I hate Tarkin. Now his death scene is not enough to me. <laughs> it isn't, huh? No, he did, he needed a more painful, excruciating, humiliating death. Evacuate? Is that a moment of triumph? It's like, where are my slippers? <laughs> oh, we're such nerds. Yeah, totally. Fighters <laughs> are <the> shit. <laughs> okay, so oh, wrapping up the episode, um, Crosshair gets stunned and they they claim him. He's They fl- fling him over Re- uh, Wrecker's shoulder. He's back with the crew, but where, do, where does that dynamic go from here? Like, is he going to work with them or is he going to sabotage them in the finale? Uh, it's uh, It can go a couple of ways. It can go either a sacrificial way on his end. I don't think we're going to lose any of the... Uh, I don't think we're going to lose like your hunter type or any of them sacrificing themselves for him. Uh, I can see him, the redemption arc possibly, you know, is six a crowd. When you really think about it, he could be cool. Part of the group, to be honest, moving forward, Uh, it would have to come to something where they really have his back, save him and kind of show him that they truly are his brothers and sisters, you know, or sister, like something in that regard, it can go either, either, either of those two two ways. Like he dies saving them, or he could possibly die being wrong and still being like, "I'm wrong. I'm sorry, guys." Or you know, he he just moves on with them because they do him a big solid. But I don't see anyone on the bad batch, the current bad batch roster, dying for him. Hopefully not. I don't think they're going to kill him. I think for change, we might get somebody who gets redeemed and it gets to fall through with their arc. Yeah. It gets to, that would and, be nice. And then has to sort of live, you know, work with work that at torment. It. Yeah. Not I like torment, that. But like 
work at just something like, hey guys, <laughs> remember that time when I was at the Empire? Sorry, are we good now? Like, no, you're we're not good. You're going to have to earn it. So I don't think, I, I think that could be sort of the redemption arc that they have in store for this guy. But I don't Sorry. think anybody is safe. I could <laughs> easily see Hunter, uh, Tech, Echo. I could see any one of those guys you, getting Yeah, Wrecker. I can see any. Honestly, I, I really do because, yeah, I feel yeah, I feel you're right there in the sense that I really like them all at this point, you know? Well, Tech and Echo are the if... two that they didn't get explored really at all this season. Is They've just been like almost purely exposition in a way. And yeah, I wonder I, if that's I, just sort of like, well, because, you know, for lack of a better word, they're the fodder of this group. Well, I, I'd even I'd even more so say uh, Tech had more uh, dialogue and whatnot than Echo. Echo was really background. Like, yeah, but everything, everything Tech says is exposition. I guess, yeah. But he's in control. Like he's it seemed like the, he was the tips and tricks, but you know, at some point, maybe you, you know, let's let's take away that part of the tool chest. I guess in season two, like they don't, now they don't have the tech expert, or is there? He was more or less, the, in too? my opinion, he he's the second in command. Like once uh, Hunter was gone, he was the one that was seemed to be calling the shots, taking control. Well, you can't let a reg do it. No, but he was with Hunter, or he and was with Wrecker, let Wrecker and, do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> there was that moment in the episode where they're kind of arguing back and forth, and I I, I forget what the argument was even about. <laughs> Just like one guy makes a point and the other guy makes a point, he's like, oh, "That's a good point. Oh, that's a good point too." That yeah, was so good. <laughs> so that, that guy's like that guy's not leader. At least yeah, not, not a yet. fan. Not not a fan. Um, what is that dialogue? I just don't like his dialogue at all. Like I, there's, I, I don't like the dumbass in, in any yeah, in any crew. Like if there's always that one dumbass. There's always that one guy that's like, it's it is there's a, a bunch of British, a bunch of British jewel thieves, and then you have one Cockney who's like the muscle. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jason Statham, but like dumb, and it's oh, I can't handle it. I'll it tell just, you that the cool, the toy is. Dang cool, man! Cool, man. Yeah, my 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 son opened his up. I was like, "Do what you want with it. It's yours." We're talking about the show, though, huh? Anyway, whatever. I was posing <laughs> and stuff. Pop, 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 pop. Super cool toy. Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about in the finale before we uh, make a couple predictions? For Le- the leading up to the finale. Uh, do do we want to shit on Rampart some more? Well, uh, we'll see. Maybe not in this season, I, but I think he that his, guy's going down. I think he let his, you know, I, I, there was a certain point where I was like, mm, he's, he seems kind of different than the other Imperials. There's a little more, maybe a little more to the guy. Not that I thought he was. Uh, he's headed, your, headed uh, he's your callous type. But callous had a heart. This guy, I think, is just. No, he's, he's cruel. He's, yeah. he's not nice. He's ambitious. But that's what that's what I'm saying. I think in this that he's gonna rub us really the wrong way as an audience, and he'll meet his end at some point. I'm sure he will. All right, so let's let's talk about <clears throat> the finale then. We talked about if we're, we think we're gonna lose somebody. Carlos, did you have any further thoughts on that? Or, or is is one of the main crew gonna tap out? 
so my, my thought is uh, they already brought Echo back from the dead uh, once. I, I would say that his demise uh, would be like um, all this time that he's had so far has been bonus. Mm. So uh, I, I, I said, and the fact that I don't want him to go because he's my favorite member of the crew, it would have to be Echo. Um, I don't want him to go. So, you know, Star Wars and Disney suck so bad that they, they want to do everything to ruin my life. So I think Echo goes, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I personally would love to see Wrecker go just because he's annoying. But, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not choosing that anybody go. But to answer the question, uh, I would choose Wrecker. Um, and other than that, uh, any surprises... Uh, I think we get a Jedi in the last episode, guys. Whoa. Wow. Random yeah. or somebody? Well, I know. It's never random. It's probably going to be Ahsoka or... Uh... Gosh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing what they do, it'll probably be Ahsoka or... Uh... I don't know. I don't know who's around at this time. Some of the some of the, the the Jedi that we see later on are probably too young at this point. I doubt we're gonna get another Kanan at this point. He's 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 still he's too young and uh yeah, he's off and hiding somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So Kanan probably won't be like I think it would be like poetic justice for them to bookend the episode with Jedi. No, not the episode, but the season. You know what? I, I kind of like where you're going there, man, but of I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna twist it a bit and just say you, you know what. You know, we're not going to see Kanan, like you said. We've already seen him, and, you know, he's in hiding at this point. But you know who else Camino might mean a heck, heck of a lot to? You know, and could possibly Boba be... Boba Fett. Yeah. He could be the Bad Batch's savior. Like, this is his home. This is where he was raised, man. Yeah, but he also abandoned it and never went back, so... That's not necessarily... You don't know that. Y'all don't I know. know. You know how I know? How? Because I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessarily true like he's got a You're sister right. like if anyone can save like what happens if you know they get back to the ship and the ship's gone or you know god damn it like every we've played every card we are screwed we can't get off Camino. we're gonna die here boba fett's like i heard about you my sister like show up at the end of the episode kind of deal that could be kind of cool but yeah we've got to see him in the series and cad bane and the stuff that went on on uh i forget the name of that planet now it, you're setting up the next big dog. You got you got to set Boba Fett up in a way that you know the future Boba Fett we know in the future is worthy of being that Boba Fett. Like he's got to take Cad Bane down. Yeah, I mean at some point probably, but I don't. That's not happening next week. Like that's not. You don't know. Cad Bane. No, I, mean, I, I, no, I hear you. It's, it's not going to be. That's, that's a future storyline. That's a, yeah, exactly. But Boba Fett, like, I, I wonder if it's too late for Boba Fett to show up. You know what I mean? Uh, like, get it, get him to save them at the end. Get him to be the guy to bail them out at the end of the episode. Like, who's this kid? Like, I'm your brother. Like, get in. That'd be so cool. At this point, he's like probably like mid-teens. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, he should be the same age as Omega, right? No, Who is your father? Omega. What does he do? Omega's much younger than him, it seems. Well, I guess if she was the last off the line. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about that uh, that scene in the secret lab where 
she talks like I was here when you guys were kind of created. I don't know. She must have been super young, but she was there. Which is yeah, kind of creepy and weird, but also kind of cool. Yeah, funny how she didn't speak about it earlier too. Yeah, but, well, she seemed very. Yeah, she was like almost embarrassed about it. Yeah, it was, like, no she was reserved about it. Yeah. Exactly, I like reserve more than embarrassed because I feel like maybe she's she knows more than she's leading on. Yeah, but she saw their little wee wees when they're hanging in the cage, and you know, <laughs> you don't talk about that. That's icky. Yeah, but either way, like I really do think that that could lead to something like that in the sense that. You know, knowing that when I first heard it, I was like, uh, I was late the first ep- time I saw the episode. I was like, oh, I don't know what I did. I just hear that. Well, and I watched one, it again. One thing tied was, to Boba Fett that I don't think they did enough work to make it a thing that could play out here is is uh, Ton Wee being killed. Like Boba yeah. Fett might have an attachment to her. But. Dad, you know, with, with Ton Wee's here. <laughs> yeah and just just on that one little line you know can you what can you infer from that one little line you know it did when Django was off doing bounty hunter stuff and and boba was too young to go with him was she the surrogate mom in the same way that she was to uh to, to omega so i i wonder if you know he shows up and goes ah these 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 sobs killed ton Wee. Or they're responsible for her death. Like I, I, I gotta get these guys. Well, let, let's you know, hop on. But then he gets he's friendly again with the Empire. Come. You know, that, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that like how do you justify him? Like you know, being in their presence. Because he's gonna be so good that he's gonna erase all footsteps. Like, like they won't even know it's him. Oh yeah, if they don't know it's him, then it's a different story. But like, even if they did, man, they'd be like, yeah. You're the man for the job. You did his. You did as good. Go do someone else even better. I don't. I don't think that's how they work. They they, they, they want to wipe out a whole a whole thing that actually gave Johnny them. Johnny, come lately. <laughs> the whole thing that gave them power. Into... And they're like, oh, okay, we're done now. We don't need you. Goodbye. So you you don't you think they're gonna keep Boba Fett around when they want to destroy? The, He's a man, the, the people who, who allowed them to take over the whole galaxy. He's an asset. Okay. You know, it was a better asset. People with like cloning capability. Yeah. You can right. actually build you an army. But he's the fruits of their labor. Like the pinnacle, both him and Omega. Listen, I, I understand what you're trying to say. But, you know, you don't have to play devil's advocate here, man. It's 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 the, the comedian ones are way more like valuable. There's a new kid in oh, town. Jesus, <laughs> this guy, go make the jalapeno jelly. <laughs> I lost track of the conversation. <laughs> Johnny, come lately. <laughs> oh my god, too funny. But yeah, I, I think yeah, Boba. I think based on this Boba. chat, I think Boba Fett is sort of the big. Reveal card for next week, possibly, but definitely this sh- series as a whole. Oh, for sure, he's got to make an appearance. Uh, appearance, but definitely mid teenage Boba Fett in this series. Like he's definitely gonna be older than Omega. Like the cool kid in town. Like honestly, like riding up, like save the day. You know, 
How, how old is she? Did they say? Uh, early she seems on. roughly nine, ten. No, is she she's unaltered. Ad- she's adolescent. Really? Yeah. When Tech in the first episode, Tech scans her, and he's like, "Ah, adolescent female." Mm. That's the closest we get, and based on that, she's thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little older. If we go back to, you know, if you just do the reverse math on this stuff, we're like, how many years past Attack of the Clones by this point? What, three, two, three, four? No. How, how far along are we? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, past we're about Attack of the Clones. Four years past. Four Attack years. Of the yeah. Clones ish. Exactly. And you know, all, all the battle ready clones were probably born. 10 to 12 years before that. You know, right right around the time of Phantom Menace. So yeah, I would say Omega is 13, 14. So, but my question is, if she's 14 and her name is Omega, meaning the last, what have they been cloning since then? Hmm. Or is it just the, the 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 what is it called nomenclature? Or is it just that they named her that just because it was no? I believe she is the last, and so there's a lot it, of things. Is she sped up? Is she like an no, unaltered she, clone, or no, is she? She's she's a complete. Uh, even though she's female, she's like Boba. Yeah, she's unaltered. Yeah, she has no mutations. I think that was made clear. Yeah, I think she's in every way like Boba Fett's twin sister. Just just a couple years younger. Hmm. It's all it's all it's all it's all iffy, man. Like I don't know. I don't know oh, what the, the timeline this is. is the I way they I, like it. Ugh. That's it. They need to muddy the waters, man. Like not muddy the waters, but like leave things ambiguous or leave themselves some playroom. Yeah, they don't they don't like to tie themselves down if they don't have to. But uh okay, we'll see what happens. We only got uh by this point, only five more days to wait to see the finale. Who knows how, how many days I have to wait to see the finale. Oh, boy, I'm scared. <laughs> Watch it on your phone. Ugh. I know. I'm not that desperate. God. Uh, uh, you're going to get messages throughout the day. Oh, my God, did you watch the finale? And then you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch the finale. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's go to the tent and from my the- hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's you, isn't it? Well, it was actually kind of memorable. All right, Everything's um, memorable when you remember it. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> oh, man, I'm a fire. All right, guys. That's it for this week, everybody. Um, if you want to catch up with us uh, to, to chat about the things that we're talking about in this pa- podcast and beyond, you can find us all in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. You are hereby invited to come join the group, come join the party, and uh, we'll let you right into the doors there. Uh, Otherwise, you can send your emails to tumblingsaber at gmail.com, and we'll get that into a future episode of the podcast. Um, And of course, you know, share the episode, give it a retweet, give it a review somewhere, do something to help grow the show. Um, But otherwise, I mean, that's, that's really it. That's, uh, where, Carlos, where where can you be found on social media? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, C Candido Music or on Facebook at uh, Carlos Candido, uh, CarlosCandido.com. Uh, and uh, give my uh, 
give my uh, my music page a like. Uh, there's going to be uh, videos being dropped soon, and um, look out for an Indiegogo campaign uh, starting at the beginning of September uh, for the pre-order of my album and uh, other fun merch. Uh, really, some some cool things that uh, that we're producing right now, and uh, yeah, go check that out. Over to you, Corey. Well, you know, you can barely find me on social media anymore, but always slide into my DMs. I'm telling you, man. Chop rules with the Z, baby. And like I was saying, you can always find me in the closed Facebook group. No, you can't. We can't find you there either. No, you can. It takes a bit of time for me to answer sometimes, but I'll eventually see it and respond or like or something if tagged. (laughs) But uh, anyway, yeah. Social media stresses me out, man. But you guys are really cool. So anyone that's listening to the show, if you ever want to reach out to me for any reason, even if it's not Star Wars, I'm listening. Wow. <laughs> I'm I am at Tumbling Saber on Twitter and again in the Facebook group. Come check it out. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week, folks. Uh, thank you for spending your time with us. Uh, until next week, stay safe and remember. Camino is not a place, it's a people. <laughs> it's a feeling. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see. Say